Welcome back to That Prayer Lady. In this episode, we will learn about the Acts Prayer, A-C-T-S. These four letters will help get you on your way in developing your own prayer relationship with God. Stay tuned. Today, I'm going to talk about the Acts Prayer. And before I get started, I want to say that there is no correct way to pray. Prayer is about sharing your heart with God, and you don't need a formula for that. I'm teaching you the Acts Prayer to help you get comfortable with praying and as a way of organizing your thoughts and taking the focus off of yourself. With that in mind, in the Acts method of praying, A stands for adoration, C stands for confession, T stands for thanksgiving, and S stands for supplication, which is just a fancy way of saying asking for something. We need to remember that we do not come to God with a list of demands. We come with an attitude of humility and a respect for who He is. And when we take the time to worship, confess our sins, and give thanks, it helps us with that. We'll start with A, which stands for adoration. This may be a strange concept to you, or it may sound like we are buttering God up to get what we want. But adoration is a way to worship God for who He is. We focus on His character and His attributes. You can, and you should, praise God from the overflow of love that you have for Him in your heart. But since many of you are new to prayer, I want to give you a short verse from the Bible to start you off. This comes from chapter 4 of the book of Revelation, and it says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. I'll say it again. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. You don't need to say a long prayer full of big words to impress God, or to impress anyone else for that matter. You are praying to someone who already loves you and is happy to hear from you. Just praise Him. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty who was, and is, and is to come. Next is the letter C, which stands for confession. After we acknowledge God's greatness with adoration, it's a natural progression to think about how we fall short. That's why confession is next. Personally, confession has always been the toughest part of my prayer life. Standing before a holy God, covered with sin, and having to confess it. Frankly, I'd rather have a root canal with no medication than to have to do that. However, as I said before, we can come with boldness to the throne of grace because it is a throne of grace. It's God's grace poured out for us because of sacrifice of His Son for our sake. We can openly and humbly confess our sin knowing that God who loves us is listening 
and he doesn't condemn us. Condemnation does not come from God. That comes from the enemy of our souls. From God, we receive conviction, which is more like a pinprick that says, You knew not to do that, didn't you? Next time, make a better decision. And because of our love for God, and because of the grace He extends us, and because of the mercy He shows us, we ask for His forgiveness. And we know that we are forgiven because the Bible tells us in 1 John that if we confess our sin to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive our sin and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. We have only to confess our sin to God, and He will forgive us. And if you need a little boost to get started with the prayer of confession, here is another short verse from the Bible. In Psalm 25, it says, For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Here it is again. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Confess your sin. Free yourself from the guilt and shame that comes with it. Allow God to cleanse you from it so that you can continue to walk in newness of life. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. The next letter, T, stands for Thanksgiving. When we receive the forgiveness that we need from God, it's natural for us to thank Him for His mercy. We focus on thanking Him for what He has done for us, for others, and for all time. God has done a lot for me, and I'm grateful for those things. The life He has given me, His protection, His provision, the salvation He offers, beautiful woods to drive through, and healthy herbs growing on my balcony. And if you're like me, you may have a hard time focusing. So write down what you're thankful for and work down your list every time you pray. And here is a verse you can use with your prayer of thanksgiving. It comes from the book of First Chronicles in the Bible. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. I'll say it again. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. There is always something we can be grateful for in our lives. So let's thank God for those things. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. The next letter, S, stands for supplication. Big, fancy word that basically means asking for something. The first three prayers, adoration, confession, and thanksgiving, were all focused on God. And the last one, supplication, is where we can ask for our needs, or ask God to work in someone's life, or to ask for divine help in solving problems. The more we pray, the closer we become to God, and our hearts will begin to align with His, and we begin to ask for things that He already wants to give us. For now, though, since we are just starting our prayer relationship with God, we can pray and see what He will do. Be assured that God always answers prayer. He hears us, 
And he answers, it may not be what you want to hear, but it will be for your good. I have found God's answers to be either yes, no, or even wait. That whole wait thing is a tough one. You wonder if the answer is ever going to come, but it will come in God's timing. He sees the big picture of our lives from the beginning to the end, and we can only see ourselves from where we are. I don't want to discourage you from praying. I just want to give you a realistic picture of prayer and to remind you that the reason we pray is to communicate with God, both to talk to Him and also to listen to what He speaks into our hearts. And here's a great verse from the Bible about praying. It comes from chapter 4 in the book of Philippians, and it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I'll read it again. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the rest of the verse goes on to say that God's peace will fill our hearts and minds. So step out in faith and ask God for what you need. I will not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I will let my requests be made known to God. So let's put it all together. The adoration prayer the prayer of confession, the thanksgiving prayer, and the prayer of supplication. Holy are you, Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. I give thanks to you, Lord, for you are good, for your steadfast love endures forever. God, I will not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I will let my request be made known to you. Like I said, you don't need a formula to reach God's heart, but I want to give you some insight and help you begin your life of prayer. You can say this prayer as it is, or you can add to it. Name the sin that you need to be forgiven for, and just add it in after you ask God to pardon your sin. You can tell God specifically what you're grateful for. Just add it in after you give thanks. And if you have things you need help with, add it in after you pray about making your request known. God loves you and wants to hear from you. Be bold and go to his throne of grace and spend time with him. You've been listening to That Prayer Lady. Thanks for stopping by. I look forward to seeing you next time.